clap, Chad? Yeah, I didn't hear either of you clap, but I clapped. Okay. As long as our copies have a, a marker there, I don't care. Uh, do you want to open? No, I've had a day. R Richard, do you want to open? I, uh, mm, yeah, no. <laughs> no. What if this is our I'll open? Let you do it. I, We're all uh, sad and timid on opinions uh, are cheap with Cameron and Chad. I'm a, I'm so tired. I hate I hate you both so much. <laughs> that was a good podcast. That I was like, a good I like, podcast. Yeah, we did it. We're good. We also got Richard. Happy Richard. Uh, Richard, are you okay? Oh yeah. You doing your best? You, I'm doing the greatest. You've been you you got back from like a 5k? Yeah, yeah. I did two 5k's. Is that a 3k? That would say maybe a 7k. Okay. That's a and joke because you you lost a foot in the war. <laughs> Wait, what? And then I took an arrow to the knee. Oh, we're joking. I suppose it is episode 300. <laughs> Yeah, it's episode 300, and every 100 episodes we bring back our favorite Richard. And uh, Richard gets to pick the subject for the week, so you had a whole extra week to think about it. So, Richard, what did you choose us to talk about today? Oh, okay. Um, Fuck, Richard. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, I just saw a trailer for X-Men 97. I did, too. I did not. And that was a cool trailer. Did you ever watch the X-Men cartoon, Chad? Um, which one? Was it, were there a couple? There was, like, a good uh, one. You're there right, was, there was a couple, but... There was, like, the standard cartoon one where uh, Wolverine had, like, his yellow and blue. And then I know yeah. they had one where they were, like, teenagers. Mm -hmm. Um, But some, not all of them were teenagers, but I think some of them were. And it was, like, at the Academy. They were at Mutant School... Yeah, well, I'm talking about the that first one. Okay. I don't know that one as well as I know uh, Mutant School one. I remember watching that a lot on, like, the Disney Channel, maybe? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember being disappointed when I saw the high school one. I, 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 liked, I it. liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah. I just thought it was weird that Toad's at high school, too, and <laughs> I... I don't remember it, who else there. It, it was half an X-Men story and half Muppet Babies. <laughs> We're just like, remember all your characters? What if they all went to school together? Uh, and Magneto's the principal. Whoa. Like, it wasn't was quite that principal? bad, but... I I, th I thought it was really something lame, like Mystique was the principal. I, You know, actually, I think you're right. She literally was... I. I think there was a real principal, but sometimes Mystique would like disguise herself as the principal. I, I, <laughs> it sounds really sad because I feel like Mister Sinister was probably there too, and he was like, who would have been? Uh, what was after the after the principal? The uh, superintendent. <laughs> I remember an episode though that was cool where like. They were slowing down Nightcrawler's teleportation ability so he could like go farther. And then he got to actually see, like, he goes through some weird hellscape dimension when he teleports and, like, floats through it. And uh, yeah. he was, like, bringing out, like, monsters. And so, like, he could go further, but he had, like, 
a one in five chance to drop a hellhound that would try to kill him. And I remember that being kind of neat. Oh, speaking of uh, cool. Warhammer lore, did you see they're adding Warhammer like Space Marines to Call of Duty? No. So do you get like the giant bulky armor? Yeah. That's cool. Well, no, because they just they they they're just like they're the size of a normal human soldier, and they're holding like oh. you know AR-15s. Oh, that's lame. So it's like, what am I looking at? <laughs> like it's just. That's not what a space marine is. They they have these really well uh, modeled uh, suits, and it's like, what a bizarre misuse of this resource. So it's like a baby marine. I I don't understand what Call of Duty is anymore. I'm looking should, forward to uh, that dying. They should be in Fortnite. Well, yeah, that everything. See, it's okay if things go to Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite's Fortnite, a cartoon though. Is a cartoon, but having this in Call of Duty is is weird. Just like when they have like random musicians in, and I don't well, know who's asking thing. for that. A, an ultramarine, a tech priest has the exact same power level as Nicki Minaj. Yeah, like playing uh, with teeth by Nine Inch Nails on a little guitar solo. It's cool when Fortnite does it. I don't play either. I don't actually have strong opinions on this, but Fortnite's got everything, and so when it adds more, it's like, yeah, of course it does. It's Fortnite. When Call of Duty does it, it just feels like they're trying to be Fortnite. Is, isn't is Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, That's weird. I'm, I'm sorry to break the news to you that this way. I, I thought you knew. I... I I don't know what skins they have in there. Zoltan and I so, Ivan Moody from Five Finger Death Punch, I believe, are also in Call of Duty. That's weird. It really is. Does that take away the, like, I don't know, like, the aesthetic from playing Call of Duty? But I don't know. It could be the going on playing Fortnite now and that. I Yeah, I can't tell. I, I don't know anymore. I don't know who plays Call of Duty right now. Like... The, the people that I think of playing Call of Duty are people like me who have aged 10 years and aren't good at shooters anymore because they're too old for shooters. So I don't know who's actually playing Call of Duty right now. I mean, you're kind of selling Call of Duty on me. <clears throat> well, th maybe Chad plays it. Ch so, Chad, do you like Nicki Minaj in Call of Duty? Nah, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I need celebrities in Call of Duty, which I now play canonically. <laughs> It's me, the Call of Duty player. I did start playing Halo again, a little bit. That's that's uh, that's more um, understandable than playing Call of Duty. I think Halo's fun. I would be a little mad if they added like Nicki Minaj to Halo. I think that would be weird. <laughs> well, Master Chief's got cat ears. So. They did do that, didn't they? I don't know if I'm a fan of that mm -hmm. either. It's kind of weird. I think there's a a specific kind of. And it's funny because I'm like, there's a seriousness and an aesthetic to Halo. And it's like, well, Red vs. Blue proved that that's not true. But there well, is a... Yeah, there's kind of an... There's definitely an aesthetic. I don't know if Cat Ears is part of it. Like, it's fun in VR chat. I feel like with uh, with Red vs. Blue, even that's like an intentional like comedy that works off of like, hey, we're using this this thing as a puppet for our dumb jokes that aren't that funny. And right. that's why Red versus Blue is funny. Um, also, speaking of Halo Xbox, they just announced that 
they're going to choose four games to go to PlayStation and Switch or something. So, there you go. More Xbox games on PlayStation, I guess? I guess. And then uh, PlayStation is sharing um, its games with everyone because you can't actually regulate air. Yeah, I don't <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's dumb. I think everything's dumb. I'm very tired. Did, okay, how about... Okay, how about... Oh, we're talking game news. Um, what do you guys think of that uh, Skull and Bones? That game doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't know it. Um, Skull and Bones was announced in the fall of... No, I, I'm sorry. Skull and Bones was announced in 2017. So, and it's just the... Isn't that just like the minigame part of Black Flag or No. Or you like just play with the ships? It, no, it it was a re- it's it's literally just naval warfare, but it's <laughs> using the water tech from Black Flag. I did that in Sly Cooper. Yeah. Where you play the pirate ships and you crash into the other ships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they promised it will cost $70 and have lots of microtransactions because it's so good that it's worth it. Oh yeah, they also said it was a quadruple uh, quadruple A game instead of a That sounds a like game. Ubisoft. Yeah, it's a very Ubisoft move. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. So what, what's really funny is they came out and they said like, hey, guess what? This comes out next week. Here's a... Uh, early access um, open beta so everyone can play it. You, you guys can see for yourselves just how cool it is. So I'm watching video on YouTube and it's like, yeah, I don't want to play this for free, man. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Um, I, when I think of Ubisoft, all I hear think of now is of Rayman snorting coke or from Blood Dragon or something like that. And I didn't even know if that was real. And apparently that was real. I guess, Was he snorting coke? Yeah. <clears throat> And he was just, like <sighs> eating sushi off a hooker. That's the. Dep- <laughs> wait, wait, wait! This is this is real now. and not fan art. You, yeah, you sent it to me because I said it was kind. Of, I didn't like it. You did because I think we talked about it on the show. <laughs> we cover so many things on this show. What's really killing we, me about this game <coughs> is they're using a, a Billie Eilish song as like the the song for it, and I don't know what the crossover between Billie Eilish fans is and uh ubisoft pirate games because i feel like there isn't one that's not what i think of (laughs) yeah i thought that was like oh i did share that (laughs) or like um you know like a fan animation i didn't know that was from like something legit yeah there that one What's great about these two Rayman pictures is, okay, I've evidently, I sent one to Cameron a while back, but he sent it to me, and I feel like I'm looking at it again for the first time, and I still think it's fan art, even though apparently it is not. And I don't know if that's just because I'm tired, or if the world is weird now. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, because things are weird now. I, I saw something the other day. Boy, was it you that I showed this to, or was it somebody else? No, it was someone else. Uh, Disney had a big thing where they announced a bunch of stuff, right? They put out a teaser for Moana 2, and I was trying to find the Moana 2 trailer. I found it, and I'm watching it, and it's like, this is the worst thing ever. 
and it was like it set in maybe 90% through the trailer. I realized, oh, wait, this was fan made using AI to generate the voices. <laughs> oh, that's a that's that's uh, a little scary. Now, it was objectively bad. And in hindsight, it's really obvious that it was AI. But the thing is that also my bar for Disney is so low that it's like when they announced Moana 2, I was like, there's nothing to tell there. So uh, don't forget that also last year, The Rock made an announcement for Disney that they were doing their live action Moana as well. As well. Oh, it's like they're just doing lazy rehash already super fast. I did so like Lightyear. Yeah, okay, and I'm I'm happy you liked it, Chad. I'm very happy for you. I liked the cat and Lightyear. Yeah, I'm, uh, I hate both of you. I'm unhappy for both of you. <laughs> I'm the only one with taste, and you you can both stop. <laughs> what was that, my that point? Can... Oh yeah, no, my my point was the, the cat I, from Lightyear. I, was really I watched cute. the Moana two trailer that was an AI fan edit. Uh, halfway through, fully believing it was real. And it's like, oh, okay, I figured it out. I solved the puzzle. But then I got curious, so I started sending it to other people and saying, like, hey, Ma, watch this. Hey, buddy, watch this. Hey, pal, watch this. And pretty much everybody was like, something seemed kind of bad. That, that wasn't very good. Nobody called it out and said, oh, that's just AI. I don't think this is real. <laughs> Did Moana have six fingers? Uh, well, no. She just, in a very Moana voice, she said, you know, we have to save Matanui. Or Bionicles or something. <laughs> we have to, <laughs> you, you know, but it was like, you know, you know, here we go on another adventure. There's I a whole wide world any, out there. I can't take anything Hawaiian serious anymore because like, <laughs> that sounds weird, but because of all the Bionicles talk when I was younger, uh, I just think of everything... I don't know. It just all sounds like Bionicles. So, so uh, in my in the Warcraft Guild, our, our healer is actually in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and um, I feel bad for her because we're always making fun of her for being in Hawaii, and we tend to bug her at weird hours because her time zone's like different. So half the time, like you know, like we'll do something. It's a totally normal time for us. But then she has trouble getting there, and somebody new to the guild is like, "Well, why can't why can't Misha get here? Why isn't Misha here on time?" And it's like, "Like, well, she's all, all the way over there. It's like it's it's two a.m. for her. She lives in Japan." I was like, "What?" He's like, "No, she lives in Hawaii." It's like, "Oh, you live in Hawaii? Where do you live?" And then I'll just say, "Well, Misha lives in Montanui. and I'll start talking. <laughs> I'll like I'll throw out Bionicle lore words, and wait for people to either laugh or correct me, and no one ever does. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's all the same. It's all real. You know what would be cool is if they announce a Moana two, and then half or at the very end of the trailer, um, she finds the Bionicle mask, and it's actually a crossover. <laughs> and I'm saying this, and it sounds really stupid and absurd, but I also I feel like there's a non-zero chance at some point that would happen because it's just like so many things are properties on top of properties now. And eventually yeah. we're just going to start combining weird shit. That's fine. I mean, who cares at this point? It's all crap anyway. I mean, it's... I feel like Kingdom Hearts started it, and and some early anime started it with their weird universe crossovering. But I feel like Kingdom Hearts, like, showed people, like, look, 
You can have Cloud and Mickey and Hercules and Aladdin. It can be real. And convoluted. <laughs> yeah, how sad is that, too? <clears throat> it's kind of funny because this conversation about how everything is bad and most people have no taste is why I'm not allowed in uh, the book or movie clubs at work where people watch or read books and, and talk about them and how good they are. They're just like, no, you hate too many things. And I can't, I can't even deny it. Like, it's true. I, yeah, I mean, there's an element of having taste where it's like, well, I don't, I don't really care for this. And there's an element of being a snob. And it's like, well, how do you really walk that line sometimes? Because right. part of it, too, is, like, sometimes just stuff is garbage. I, so I watched a video today about American Idol. And it was mostly about the attraction in Florida, but it was half about the TV show. Because you kind of needed to have the full story for context on the Disneyland attraction. <laughs> yeah. And so the more they talked about American Idol... And the more they talked about how it was such a huge success, the more I think about how, man, I never sat through a single episode. Like, I could not take that show for five minutes. But it was a phenomenon, you know? People watched that. The funny sure thing about did. American but Idol... I didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I remember watching Bits and Pieces, because it was... Everyone went to see, like, oh, the bad singer gets made fun of. But that always felt really mean-spirited. And then you find out that a lot of those people were either lied to about behind stage, like, oh, no, they're going to think you're really good. Definitely, like, give it your all and ham it up. And they're like, yeah, this will be great. Or I think probably putting on an act because it's reality TV. And then you look at the winners, and other than Kelly Clarkson and maybe one or two other people, like, they don't have a lot of musical name brand recognition. Like, the winner of American Idol 14 might play at the Iowa State Fair. And they'll have to advertise him as, yeah, the American Idol winner, you know, of season 14. Because his name doesn't mean anything. Who were the last? I know there was, uh, what's her name you just said? Uh, Clay, was Clay Aiken won a winner? I think Clay Aiken either won or pulled second. I think he won. Uh... And then was that Ruben Stuttered? Something like that? You're you're doing better than I would be. Uh, I don't know any of these people. I mean, I know I, Kelly Clarkson. That's those are the only three I can think of. And Kelly and Clarkson won like lady. the first or second one. I think she was the first one. And I think Ruben was the second one. And then I think Clay Aiken did come in second. And those are the only three I can think of. After that it's all blur. Or I just don't care. And Kelly had a decent music career, but she hasn't she doesn't really put out a lot of music anymore that I'm aware of. But she is on The Voice, so she's she's kind of just in the uh, music sphere. Of the the I just said it the reality TV. So <laughs> technically, things worked out for. Her. I think she has a talk show as well. I think she's gonna be in some movie too. Don't remember what it was. I remember, oh god, this is funny, so Ava Max uh, had put out some music and was doing like a press circuit, and she was on the Kelly Clarkson talk show, and I remember one of the top comments being like, who's this freaking lady interrupting Ava Max? And I felt <laughs> really old. <sighs> I imagine Kelly Clarkson today pulls more views on Spotify 
than Avamax, Probably. which is also funny. Uh, I'm trying to remember something else. I think it was about... Oh, Marvels. Uh, <laughs> that that brought in crap. I don't know. Did anyone see that one? I like the Marvels. I, I, th- I thought it was all right. I liked the musical I th- number. I thought it was oh, cute. Oh, okay, yeah, that was funny. But, I mean, like, the ending stinger was, was the coolest. And I wanted that. I Yeah, I, I, I don't know where they're going. Because I also guess uh, they cast Mr. Fantastic. And it's not the guy from Doctor Strange 2 who played Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that was the guy. Uh, so I'm like, I'm confused. I I don't know if Marvel has a plan right now. I feel like the people yeah. that uh that planned it out to success for that first part that was successful are like done. Well, like <laughs> and I it's on autopilot that, now. That they wanted John Krasinski, that's the the office guy, to play Mister Fantastic, and then when he played Mister Fantastic, people weren't happy with that. That's horseshit. Yeah, and I was like, because I I. That was cool when they showed him as Mr. Fantastic. And then now uh, Joel from The Last of Us is going to be Mr. <laughs> uh, Pedro Pascal. I think that's his name. Yeah. yeah why didn't you say The Mandalorian? Because <laughs> he's Joel from The Last of Us. He wears many hats. <laughs> I think the, the most boss bitch thing Marvel could have done was after they killed Thanos, kind of restored things a bit. If they had just stopped for like three years, mm-hmm. that would have been because then the event would have really meant something. They could really figure out what like the next trajectory is and where they're going to go. There'd be hype for the new movies because there'd be a gap. I it, I mean, personally, I'd probably still be on the Marvel train. Yeah, because I'm kind of I I kind of started like falling off. <laughs> and then like then you hear about King the Conqueror being as that's a thing too. <laughs> so I don't know if they're going to replace him with like Dr. Doom now or something. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what to do with him. The, uh, cause we, we were, we were scrolling Disney plus the other day and, um, my mom was like, Hey, do you want to watch the Marvels? And I was like, no. And it's not because of the, like <laughs> the random press I heard. Cause I know that every movie now uh, you either hate it or love it. And it's, all sociopolitical horseshit. Um, but I just, I'm, I'm done with superhero movies, I think, for the foreseeable future, with minor exceptions, and that's probably, like, if James Gunn is involved, but if he's doing DC stuff, I don't know if I care. So that's what we ended up watching Lightyear, though. Because I still like Pixar. Why? I don't know, they seem to be doing okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I could take Pixar seriously. Did Pixar do Zootopia? No. No, that was Disney. See, the last four or five animated movies that were uh, the CGI stuff, I can't tell if they're Pixar or Disney Magic, whatever the hell they... Um, what were the last Pixar movies? Um, so, more more recently was uh, Elemental. Okay. Lightyear. Uh-huh. Turning Red. Mm-hmm. Luca. Mm-hmm. Soul. Okay, I saw Soul. Onward. What's Onward? Toy Story 4. Uh-huh. Incredibles 2. I didn't see uh-huh. that one. I've Coco. seen all the others. Uh-huh. Cars 3. Okay, so I saw Coco, Cars 3, 
Lightyear is onward the one with the the like the unicorns and yeah yeah okay I, you know I wanted to see that one but I never saw that one it's surprisingly fun um, I I had heard a lot of mediocre stuff about it but I think I think it did what it wanted to do fairly well and I like the uh the kind of the ending that little sweet Pixar moment where you might cry I don't, I don't think I cried mm-hmm. but I I do feel like it was a touching way to end the movie like it does it does his arc well the the visuals are fun. It's. It feels like it doesn't quite have the Pixar magic that you want. It's not that it doesn't have it. It just doesn't like. It you don't snort it. You know, it's not like really in your face mm-hmm. like like Coco was or. Um, honestly, I thought Turning Red was fantastic. What about Encanto? Isn't that one too? No. No, that was that's Disney. Awesome. Yeah. Oh. I was huh. literally singing. We don't talk about Bruno on the car ride home today. I was watching uh, Encanto. At my son's doctor's office, and that wasn't bad. I so Encanto is not a good movie, but it's a great musical. Like it is, oh. all the songs are fun. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like that one. Uh, I cannot. I I don't recommend Onward. I don't. I don't. Let me see now. I barely recommend Soul. I thought mm-hmm. Soul was fun. Yeah. I Soul wasn't my favorite. The body swap stuff Soul, was okay. I, I think I didn't with like Soul, that it's the kind of thing that I would recommend to specific individuals based on what I know about their tastes. Uh, uh, yeah, I think the the only thing I could just recommend flatly goes back to Coco being in 2017. That's the most recent Pixar movie where I'm like, wow, that Pixar magic. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought Turning Red was great. I like Soul. I like Luca. I think they're both good movies. They, I like how um, kind of pulled back they are in terms of how many characters there are, the, what the, uh, the, the things people are after, and the stakes. And you know, they're, they're, there's really neat environments in both. They're, they're very fun, nice movies. So when, when people say they don't like Pixar anymore, I'm like, I don't know. I, I like a lot of the recent stuff that Pixar released. I don't know if I like it as much as like classic Pixar. I'm also not a child anymore i'm in a different headspace like i approach movies differently after this okay so i don't know how much of that's me as well yeah i don't know (laughs) i fell out of it like uh red what was that i i think they're already working on two part two for that one and I haven't even seen the first one. It doesn't... That's the other thing, though, is these movies don't need sequels. Like, the great thing about Pixar movies is they they tell a really cohesive story in a great environment, and then they're done. And you're like, that was beautiful. I really enjoyed that. There's so much more they could do here, but I don't want them to. Like, I, I like that the effervescence of them, that, like, Turning Red doesn't need a sequel. Turning Red was a, a beautiful... Mm. New movie that ended really, really well, and all the character arcs worked out, and had a lot of like strong themes about growing up, and uh, you know, relating to your grandparents and your relatives. And it was a perfect story for what it was trying to do. I don't know how you make a sequel out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, part two. It happens again. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. I guess like I'm not huge into Toy Story two or three. They're fine. I know people really like them. Mm-hmm. They're not bad. Like I, I would, you know, I enjoyed them, but I don't think either compares to Toy Story One. Toy Story Four is weird and feels like three movies kind of squished together. 
they should have ended with three. Yeah. And, uh, and then when they said announced four, it was like, why? Who cares? Are you looking forward <laughs> to five? Seriously? Uh, it's a serious question, yeah. Are they literally going to be about Bionicles that Andy used to have? I don't know what they're going to be about, but what confuses <laughs> me is they confirmed that uh, Tom Hanks will be back for, for Woody. And it's like, what's the whole point that like he left? Like, Yeah. I... <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, Tom. I I don't know what they're doing. I I don't know that anyone at Pixar is still at Pixar anymore. Yeah. And this is the problem because everything is brands now. You know, like it was what a week or two ago where Elmo on Twitter is like, "Hey guys, are you okay?" And it wasn't the responses from normal people that got me, even though a lot of them were like, "No, I want to kill myself." It was. Every well, that, fucking brand decided I'm going to be a person right now and talk to Elmo. And it was so weird. Uh, I thought there was no humans on. I mean, that's also a fair assessment <laughs> of Twitter. Uh, or X, whatever that's like. <laughs> Every time I see that X, I'm like, oh shit, do I have a porn site open? I don't think I do. I, 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 I'm a pure <laughs> chaste individual who... Has uh, only pure thoughts. The logo doesn't even look good. It looks too generic. It looks terrible. Okay. I got a question. Yeah. If you were going to rename Twitter. I wouldn't. Well, thanks for answering the question. <laughs> I would call it Twitter <laughs> Classic. That, what a fun hypothetical conversation, Richard. <laughs> Twitter 2. Thank you. Okay, that's that's literally the only correct answer. Is to just say we're closing Twitter tomorrow. Twitter two. All your accounts migrate. It's gonna be great. Turn it into a joke. Or you just call it Twitter three, and leave it a mystery to what happened. I think that would be kind of I fun. Want a, I want a big bowl on me. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about X Men. So yeah. Oh my God, yeah. we were, weren't we? So I, I, the reason that we were uh, riffing for so long, Chad, was that you'd have time to watch the trailer while me and Richard were talking. Oh, I watched some of the trailer. So did you finish it? Okay. So I, I, I kind of normally I kind of cringe when they try to emulate '90s animation because I feel like it doesn't work because it's always so clean and they don't do it right. Something about this kind of feels better, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, this hit me kind of in the feels. I was like, oh. <laughs> Especially when they show Wolverine running with Gambit, and then Gambit kinetically charging Wolverine's claws. I was like, ooh. I, I just <laughs> like rad. seeing everybody in their like bright colored, you know, on-model costumes. Yeah. yeah, and classic Rogue. It's just kind of, it's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I like the I classic know... costumes. Like, I, who knows what the story will really go like? Who knows what the writing's like? But the clips they played for the voice work, man, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Let's roll. I'm going to watch mm -hmm. it. It's going to be good. I hope. <laughs> Don't fail me, Disney. Or Marvel, please. Oh, man. What, what do you... Sleepy Richard. I'm... It's funny, I would say I'm familiar with X-Men. I remember watching all the live-action movies, uh, watching some of the cartoons. I've read one or two comic books, but not a lot. 
What do you want out of an X-Men movie? Um, I want my action figure like that look like from the cartoon in my movie. Like I want them to look like that. Okay. <laughs> I want yellow and blue Wolverine. I want yellow and blue Cyclops. Uh, I want green and yellow Rogue. I want. I just want the '90s X. That'd be cool. But like from a narrative perspective, is there like something you want them to do? Something you want? Like, what do you want the show to be about or the movie? Get out, nerd. <laughs> I want them to fight Mister Sinister and his nasty boys. Okay, I don't know who Sinister <laughs> is. Well, maybe I do. I. <laughs> I okay okay okay. I I. I liked the first X-Men movie, even though they did yeah, that, that thing that all the movies did where everyone wore black because that's what movies do. Yeah. But that was cool, though. But but that was then. It, that was then. Um, I'm way over that. I, I like that the Marvel Cinematic Universe introduced color again. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think there was anything wrong with the structure of that movie. I like how it kind of focused on uh, Rouge the Bat. <laughs> and it, and she meets Wolverine, who's like an adult but a cool character. And even though there's other characters that show up, it's kind of focused a little more from their perspective and what they're looking for, while also touching on the bigger implications of what's going on. My problem is, I think the X-Men as a setting is really, really cool, and I like the X-Men stuff. I feel like it mm-hmm. it wouldn't work with the MCU stuff where there's just superheroes flying around and saving the day all the time. Yeah. Because it's very hard to picture in, like, modern times uh, a weird, like, othering situation. Because it's like uh, Kamala Khan can get superpowers and she's immediately like, wow, I have superpowers. I'm going to save New Jersey. And it's like if, if some uh, kid found out that his arms stretched far he'd probably say, wow, I have superpowers. I'm going to save North Carolina. Not, oh, no, I'm a mutant. I must hide. When are they going to start introducing racism into the Marvel Universe? Oh, boy. Um, They they did that with um, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. When? I didn't see that. They said, I didn't, I mean, those, those funny white people, they, they're afraid of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I didn't see her lousy mutie. I mean, like, you know, I didn't hear. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the thing is that I want to hear that. <laughs> how do you play that up in the context of what the MCU is right now? I don't know. I, I fucking better. <laughs> I, I think the other thing too, and I was explaining this to a friend because I, I have a, you know, I like to paint my miniatures and I'll take them to work and I have like a little miniature display that I'll like rotate out and I have a Magneto because Magneto is my favorite character. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to another guy who is a Marvel fan, but maybe he doesn't, he, he likes Avengers more than X-Men. Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, Magneto's really cool. Why isn't Magneto in Fortnite? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. Um, I don't know how you're supposed to do a Magneto story right now because part of his origin story is being a Holocaust survivor. And I feel like the X-Men works a lot better in a very specific time frame where that lines up. And then his face went completely blank because he had no idea any of the racial allegories that have ever come up in X-Men. And he just thought that they were like (laughs) Avengers, but they just were labeled different. 
Really? Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. They actually have stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I like the X-Men. I wonder how they would. Yeah, I mean, they could introduce it with the fact that more heroes are popping up. And now everyone's starting to be like the whole, why, why does that guy have powers? And why is he allowed to do that? I mean, yeah, it's, will it feel forced <laughs> because it's intentionally trying to set up an X-Men story? We were just waiting for that one guy to drop the M-word. <laughs> Muty. <laughs> I, Lousy Muty. I, yeah, I, I... I don't know how it works in an MCU setting. I think it's interesting that uh, we did get the Deadpool 3 trailer. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's yeah. like... I don't know how that's going to work, because technically it's under Disney, but they are promising it'll still be Deadpool. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of wondering, like, will it really? Yeah. Will it be all the way Deadpool? Yeah. Like, I feel like that first Deadpool turned it to 11. Is Disney going to let them turn it all the way up to a 10? Because I kind of yeah. just don't expect it to go to 11. There was a lot of jokes about masturbating in that first Deadpool. There was some really... I just watched one and two recently, and... Uh... <laughs> When he's shirt cocking it is <laughs> that was really good. Uh, yeah. So I I don't know, but I, what I like about Deadpool was how they incorporated it into the X Men universe within the context of Deadpool. Oh yeah 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 that was great. Like in the second one especially, it was just really funny how they they did such a good job with Colossus. Yeah, but also I loved how they put him in the mansion with like no one around because the actors are too expensive, <laughs> mm-hmm. and also like he had to wear the uh, the X Men uh, training vest because it's his first day. <laughs> yeah, like that stuff really it made me giggle, and it's like boy, I remember watching Deadpool two and spending half that movie thinking, man, I want to see more X Men. <laughs> Like it's just... Especially when they use the mutants like Black Tom, and it's like, who the hell remembers Black Tom? <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't know. I'm curious what this X Men '97 does because it could be really, really great, or maybe it'll yeah. just sort of like go like, oh yeah, that was kind of fun, and it'll be forgettable. I hope not. But really do. we're officially entering a period with the Disney Marvel stuff where they are acknowledging that X-Men exists and it's just, yeah. it feels like it's coming. It feels like, uh, you know, fantastic four is coming and it's like, okay, th- this is your last chance to win anybody over before you're completely devoid of ideas. So do you like write ship and have at least one more good arc or is this the final nail in the coffin? And, I guess the other thing too with the X Men because those those stories were always inherently about racism and othering. Do you continue? Do you bring that into you know a movie in twenty twenty four twenty twenty five, where being about anything more than friendship is magic is going to at least piss off some enough people online for there to be big YouTube videos about it? And or is that just marketing now? Like I I don't even know how any of this works. I, honestly, uh-huh. I just think it counts as marketing. I don't think any of that stuff actually matters i think everyone's already a big crime <laughs> if they're gonna whine they're gonna whine about it anyway even if it's in, like in the most perfect context of how they roll it out in the storyline someone's gonna whine about something anyway yeah hmm? oh yeah hi richard's wife that wasn't 
Did I just did I just say it wrong? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my. <laughs> Don't tell your wife. <laughs> uh oh. Uh. Um. I wish I knew more about the X Men, so I could be like, "Hey, let's keep talking about the X Men." Well, okay. <laughs> I do. I have a question about the X Men. Uh, this was shoot. I can't remember the name of the game. There was a video game that was being worked on at one point where the idea was it was an X-Men kind of like action game, but you made like an original character. Oh, and that- yeah. And it was like you could kind of just like customize you. You, know, you pick like random power set stuff. And you can mix and match to a degree and you just like the narratively. It's like, wow, John, you're a superhero. You have to go join the X-Men. And you meet Dr. Xavier, and he'll say, Hello, John. Welcome to Xavier's School of John. We will teach you to John. And it was like, conceptually, I think that's kind of neat. But at the same time, sometimes I wonder, like, with, with custom superheroes, it's really fun to grab, like, some crayons when you're a kid and come up with a superhero. But as an adult, I have trouble actually having fun with that concept. <laughs> like, if I had to design an X-Men character, it's like, I'd want a story more than like, well, her hair can turn into birds. I think that's fair. And she is, she is flock of seagulls. Bird hair. Ultimately, I think um, I thought they. I want to. That. I thought there was like a. They, they might have. I don't. I don't remember. But my point is, what if you could be an X Man? What kind of X Man would you man? Well, being able to go back in time like twenty four hours uh, would be really nice right about now. Your superhero name is Oops. Yeah, uh, that that uh, <gasps> that it is. I feel like you don't want to elaborate on that though. So I, I kinda do and so I kinda Richard, don't. <laughs> I, no, I'm I'm giving you advice that you don't. So Richard, what's what's your custom original uh X Man do not steal? Oh no, he's gone. Richard, how dare you leave us? We need to know your X Men. What? What's your X Men? What what if you were an X Men, what would what would you be? What was your powers? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I nudged my Okay. Uh <laughs> uh who's not Wolverine? Uh let's see. Someone angry? Does he I don't know. You see what I mean? <laughs> Cause like you wanna be like cool and have like Cyclops like laser blast, but yeah, at the same time you don't wanna have to wear sunglasses all the time. Or maybe you do. Maybe you could just be that asshole that just has sunglasses on all the time. <laughs> It'll be good. Something that doesn't make you look like a... I don't know, too bad, I guess. I don't know. I feel like um, it's kind of funny because X-Men and, and My Hero Academia, there's a little bit of crossover, right, with the mutant stuff. But in My Hero Academia... You know what? That's a good observation. There, I mean, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's pretty, like, on the ground picking it up observation. But... My Hero Academia, like, the, the design work gets a lot more fucked up than the X-Men. Like, there's some weird-ass X-Men, but for the most part, you got a lot of, you got a lot of people shapes, a lot of normal flesh tones across the board, I, you know, Mystique and Nightcrawler notwithstanding. Whereas My Hero Academia, be like, man, that guy got hit with powers and turned into a, a whale or a bird. <laughs> and I, 
yeah, I wouldn't want to live in that universe. Yeah, there's some guys that just look monsters, but they're just amongst everybody else like it's okay, so. <laughs> like, Meteoria's all sad, he doesn't have any powers, and it's like, bro, you can still go shopping for clothes that fit. It could be worse. Actually, okay, that would be a fun X-Man. Is like a guy, but it's like, he's really strong, but he's just like short and stout with like a beard, and he just looks like a, a Lord of the Rings dwarf. <laughs> Wait, isn't that... <laughs> okay, I think that's like Puck from Alpha Flight. Okay, but he could just... He like just is a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. But he's a mutant, and, and he's like, I am dwarf, the warrior. And then like actual little people are like upset at him, and it's like, not you too. Everyone hates me for being a mutant, and like, no, stop taking our words. So I'm oppressed because I'm a mutant and I'm super strong and a hero. And then all the, the dwarves that dwarves can't get work are mad at him. Does there have to be a... I feel like one of the things with the X-Men, more often than not, is there's a, a downside to the powers. Not always, but I, enough. Sort of. And it's like... Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I wish I had uh, a Cyclops ability, but I didn't accident. You know, I, I could, I didn't have to wear sunglasses all the time, so I didn't blow my house apart. Or you know, Rogue yeah. obviously having uh, the most notable with not being able to touch people. And so it's like, if you're designing an X Men character, do you have to design a an ironic twist that's actually this power kind of sucks because? So. I actually, I kind of wanted to talk to you about this one of these days. We were do we we're doing a, a discussion about tabletop games and RPGs and stuff. Uh, you know, there's actually a Marvel like D and D book. Oh, there, there's a, there are other books for superhero campaigns, but a couple years ago, Marvel came out with an official like Marvel one. And what makes the Marvel one funny to me is that they actually have rules where it's like, hey, you don't have to make an original character. Like, there's ways that if you just want to, you could just stat out Doctor Strange and Wolverine and just play as those characters. And I remember seeing a discussion where people are like, what a novel idea of like just, you know, letting players pick these characters that are already done. And it's like, you're describing literally every video game that's come out. Yeah. This isn't a new idea. <laughs> it's just D&D &D doesn't have a canon warrior that you just use as a template. So it's just you never did that before. But it's like I kind of I wanted to walk through the rules with you because I found some of it kind of interesting. Because in a way, it kind of uh, it encourages you to pick like, OK, here's your power, but here's your weakness to kind of balance it. That's usually how these systems work. OK, but with this Marvel system in particular, I feel like the devs realize there's no way to balance the Marvel universe because it's all stupid. So there's a lot of things where like every single step is borderline optional and it's like, yeah, just what, whatever. Yeah. You can be psychic Iron Man, whatever. I don't care. It's kind of the vibe I was getting from it. <laughs> you um, technically do this in D and D though. If you want to be like, I want to be, Stuart and I'm gonna roll a dark elf and make a ranger and he's got a panther and like nothing's really stopping you I mean, from well, doing yeah. that. You you could, but I feel like in D D there's almost an etiquette to uh like if you sat down at the table and you more or less like said, Hey, I'm just gonna play as Drizzt, 
I feel like someone at the table might object to it out of principle. Sure. Even though there's no rules, it's like this weird unspoken thing where it's like, well, here's how you make your character, not how to start playing the game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just funny to me. Like, <laughs> it's it's funny seeing uh, that uh, uh, that concept get introduced to some people, and and they actually do have like a visceral, notable reaction to the concept. I think if if the whole table the was going to do it, it could be fun. But if one person is doing it, is it would be really weird. Also, it would be kind of fun too if you had the right group. But I'm picturing like sitting down to play this Marvel game, and somebody's like, "Well, I want to be Wolverine," and someone else is going to be, "Well, I want to be my original character, Shadow Strike, the Night Man, Night Claw, the Night Claw." Wait. And then someone Wait. else is going to be like, well, I'm, I'm Wolverine, but from a different universe, and also he's a robot. Uh, there was one that DC-Marvel crossed over, and Wolverine and Batman merged, and, oh, guy, weren't they called Dark Claw? No. Or something stupid? <laughs> was it really Dark Claw? I can't remember. Yeah. Now I have to Google Batman and... Wolverine combined. That doesn't sound Why real. Why did Google autocomplete that so fast? You're right. It was Dark Claw. Yeah, I'm I have that card. You're right. You do. You <laughs> show me this before. I hate you, Richard. <laughs> oh, thank yes. you for reminding me about Dark Claw. What the fuck is this? I hate you. <laughs> yeah, that's the picture. Look at that OC. <laughs> I so honestly though, you could play Dark Claw. So when what what powers of Batman does he have? Does he have like a lot of gadgets? Is he rich? I think he's just Batman with laws. I no, I just I love yeah. the idea of Wolverine gaining the power of my parents are dead. <laughs> you gained your father's inheritance. <laughs> I <laughs> he gained the power of money. Boy, this has been a terrible hour. Happy three hundredth episode, everyone. <laughs> You know, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but would you have a glad space? Man, I had I had so many glad spaces to share, and then and then today went to shit so hard that uh, I'm I'm kind of struggling. Yeah, but don't forget that's kind of why we have our glad spaces. That's true. That's true. Um. I'm almost done with Attack on Titan. We got the two movies left, and we're we're over. And I'm still really enjoying Attack on Titan. I think when I'm done with it, I'll I'll, I'll bring it up, and we'll I'll do like a final kind of retrospective because I did that'll be the third one I believe now on the show. Of uh, you know, here's ten minutes of me talking about about this anime. Uh, but yeah, like I don't know, it's it's been really good. I d- I definitely recommend it. I hope it sticks the landing. It's got. Two and a half hours worth of content left, so it's an hour-long movie and an hour and a half long movie. Um, the the journey though has been has been really wild, especially to look back and, and see the different like themes taking place and uh, some of the the stuff. I think the story is like about quote unquote. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a damn good shonen. Like I'm I'm really enjoying it. Well, that's good. What about you two? Who's got a Who's got a glad space? Um, I do. I, I I had some birthday money 
Um, so I bought this uh, Hooters 911 um, Hooters remembers let freedom wing pin. Oh my! Is this actual merch? So that's the thing that I'm trying to research because I was told at one time that this is in fact real, but they didn't make very many, and I think it was like they only maybe sold them at like one location. Because I think they, they wow. started production and someone said, hey, this is kind of distasteful. I don't think we want to, you know, let's pull the plug. But they still had some. Yeah. Um, That's the story that I was told. But I haven't been able to corroborate it. However, a picture of it did go, like, viral for a while. And, man, uh, people on Etsy know how to make very nice reproductions that look very authentic. So I got a, repro- bleh, I got a reproduction. That looks like a legit, very nice pin. <laughs> um, it, it's a big nine and the two towers, and it says Hooters remembers. Let freedom wing. I uh, I said that to Jean Luc, and he said I tried to get custom M and M's made of the nine eleven attacks, and I was rejected. <laughs> I, it, it's it's a very like I think we talk sometimes about like the nature of um. Of like our weird culture that we're in, where it's almost like we're we're in like uh like post 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 ironic humor. Yeah, where it's like I could personally get in a car accident, and then the funniest thing to happen to me would be to get a tattoo of the car like while I'm standing next to the car <laughs> that's on fire still. <laughs> like you're about to fight it. Like, just so that I can, like, Instagram picture the irony of it, like, as soon as possible. Like, it's just a very odd... Right. Um, yeah, it's... It, it, we live in funny times. And to me, this pin represents that in a lot of ways. And it's the single least tasteful thing I have in all of my collection. Well, I got a good chuckle out of it, so... Okay, Richard, you gotta tell me what's your glad space. Uh, I think I'm going to, uh, my glad space will be <laughs> when you come by again, I'm going to show you my dark claw. I hate you, Richard. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna visit you anymore until dark claw is gone. No, it's never gonna leave the collection. No. <laughs> uh I like that one. I, uh, I want to, you know, I want to look up something real quick. I'm going to open Google. Dark Claw cosplay. Ooh. Oh, oh. No, really? Is this, Richard, is this you? I hope so. This or looks like it? you. It, it just, it, it, the guy's wearing a mask, but it's like, that's your smile. <laughs> Holy God. I wish I was that cool. But that's what you look like. I mean, that. <laughs> you know what's kind of creepy is it looks like some type of background of the house that would be mine. It's kind of weird. If you told me that you did this like before I met you, I would just not, I wouldn't suspect a thing. I would go like, oh, yeah, I, I know you like your dark claw. You know, it's kind of weird. It kind of reminds me of my brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I can I've, see that you've too. You've seen that picture. You've seen that picture of my brother where he's wearing the Spider-Man mask at my wedding. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, that that's that's the thing. I'm looking at this and I'm like, I'm frustrated that this is like so on brand. Wow, that's weird. 
that's kind of like a it's a that's a that's a multiverse thing. Somebody made him in City of Heroes online. Oh, that's pretty I couldn't cool. find any any dark claw porn on Rule Thirty Four. It's not oh, real. <laughs> so I feel like someone has to be the hero this uh, this world needs tonight. <laughs> the hero that we deserve. <laughs> I find that very interesting specifically because like the whole niche of like Batman and Wolverine crossed over together. That's not like almost right itself. Yeah. Or I don't know what it right itself's into, but it's writing itself. Oh. Hey, there's the, <laughs> God damn there's it. what we needed to end this on. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I clicked the makeup. Oh, <laughs> oh. Well, here's to another 300 episodes of Opinions Are Cheap with Cameron and Chad and Richard. Yeah. Richard, it's always nice to have you on Woo. every 100 episodes. Thank you for having me. And I'll be there again. Yay. Bye, everybody.